morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, welcome to That Guy from NFM UK. I am your host, That Guy from NFM UK. Today is episode two of the official NFM UK podcast, and we have a special guest joining us in two-time pro overall champion, Kyle Green. Kyle is currently ranked as the most successful NFM UK male competitor of all time. Plus, he was 2019's Male Athlete of the Year and the winner of the Outstanding Achievement Award. Kyle is no stranger to setbacks, and he's definitely not a stranger to comebacks. After missing out on the ticket to America by one place in 2018, Kyle returned to NFM UK nine champions, where he claimed his second pro overall men's title, therefore qualifying for the Atlas International in Oklahoma City. Unfortunately, the American dream did not have the ending he wanted, where he placed fourth in the men's pro show. Kyle talks about his experience at the Atlas, what went wrong moment before going on stage, and how did he manage to turn it around just before the finals. Kyle goes in detail about the driving forces that motivate him, both inside and out of the gym, and how did it build the character he is today. We also touch on the plans for 2020, and trust me, that was tough to get the information out. Would it be far easier getting blood of a stone? Anyway, as always, any feedback is greatly appreciated. I very much hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Once again, we are trying to improve the sound quality, so do give us time. I'm sure over the next few episodes, we will get better. But for now, we join Kyle Green on today's episode of That Guy from NFM UK. How you doing, mate? You all good today? I'm absolutely fine today. Um, come at the right time. I've just spilled some coffee on the sofa, the new sofa. So um, something to get me away from my other half uh, before she figures out. So if she does listen to this. I am sorry in advance. <laughs> I'll wait the right time. I was going to say, quickly put a cushion over it, but if you're going to listen back, she'll find out. So Uh-oh. you're probably busted either way. Yeah, I put myself into it there. <laughs> but um, I'm going to do a quick little short introduction for yourself, mate. Uh, and then I just want you to do, uh, give a little brief about your background history in competing. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys will have seen Kyle on our social media because you are the overall champion and night of champions. We got the ticket to compete in America. And obviously you went and joined Team JB at the Atlas International. But you've had quite a long journey with uh, NFM UK. And the whole point of this episode is titled um, Turning Setbacks into Comebacks. And you are no stranger in setbacks and comebacks. So why don't you start with a brief rundown in your competing history? Yeah, absolutely. So for everyone that doesn't know, um, my name is Kyle Green. I'm from Leeds as a PT. Um, to be honest, the guys who do know me um, must be sick and tired of seeing my face plastered on the Instagram for NFM and hearing about me all the time. But it just shows my loyalty for competing with this federation. You know, it's the first federation I fully competed in back in 2017. And I was fully out of my comfort zone. You know, I thought I'd just do this for my clients, something to show us a body transformation. But I didn't actually realise what, the sport of like men's physique and bodybuilding actually was until I stepped off stage, got my photos and looked back on myself. So that kind of, when I got to that stage, it ignited like a spark. Like, all right, you know what? I'd probably want to do this again. This federation's given me a lot, a lot back in terms of prizes and a lot of support. So 
I didn't win the first show, but in my head, I'm just thinking, why don't I just try it again? And when I've got more of an idea of what I'm actually doing, <laughs> instead of like, you know, as we always talk about stepping on stage for the first time without shaving my armpits and such and having no proper tan or anything like that. Just, just to hold you there, because I'm glad you mentioned that, because if you skipped yeah. to a 2018 show, I'd ask you, no, Kyle, go back, go back to 2018, <laughs> tell, tell them what happened when you hit that open arm shot. Yes, he had hairy armpits. It, it was horrendous, wasn't it, to be fair? But I had no idea, like I said, so... Um, to be honest, mate, it wasn't the worst because there was one lad who competed in the Masters category and he came out on stage wearing Crocs. So, uh, it wasn't, Whoa, okay. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't the worst one. That was, that was literally the opening class. So, uh, you, you never even worry. told me that. I've, you never told me that. I feel better about that now. <laughs> no, I thought I'd save for this. But, uh, yeah, sorry. So, after 2017, uh, because you came third, that was your first show. So, what yeah. happened in 2018? 2018, what show was that that I did? Uh, that was the May, the following May after the October show. Yeah, that's right. The Derby show. And, you know, from that point onwards, I just thought I need to get back in the gym. I know what to kind of expect a little more. And I just said, I'm going to win it regardless. You know, I have that kind of drive where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm going to do something. And we'll see if I win it. It's like, no, I'm going to do it and I'm going to win it. So um, I came back and. A lot more people turned up this time. It was it was a great experience, as it has always been with your shows. And I just thought, you know what? Regardless of the people that are there, I just focus on me versus me. I think the week before, I must have done the Body Power show. And I did the um, Male Muscle Model uh, title that I achieved in that. So that kind of got me on a high, you know, kind of thinking I'm competing against guys who are three times the size of me. You know, they dwarfed me with how they are in the physique and stature. But I just thought, let me just go for it. And it's the same kind of mentality I took into the NFM show on that May. Yeah, so in May, I remember that you uh, you came first place in the men's beach class, which yeah. earned you the pro status. And you came second place in the men's fitness class yeah. behind your 2018 rival of that year, which was Ashley Gale. Yeah. And I remember for the overalls, for the listeners as well, in 2018, it was very much you versus Ash. Yes, there were other competitors on stage, but the art judges' eyes were on you two. Yeah. And on that day, you got one over him and you took home your first pro overall title. It was absolutely amazing. Just It was a really, it didn't really set in until I'd got back, back to Leeds. Um, but I kind of thought, you know what? I felt so relieved at that point. I'd done something that I said I was going to do. Um, and I thought, you know what, I want more of this. So whatever opportunities come, I know NFM's growing. I still want to be loyal to that federation and still carry on and just see what I can do going further forwards as well for the next stage. So Absolutely. So at this point, uh, just so the guys know, uh, at this point, the overall winners uh, in 2018, you still had to win the show in October to go to America. So that was the show where we only sent one person because we were just starting out. So... Leading on to the October show in 2018, you had to return back to NFM UK. The show was in Wales. You were competing in the pro men's beach class. So yes. talk me through what happened there. The whole experience from the May show, first off, it kind of ignited when I, once I heard about America. Come back and do another show. Um, I can get the chance to go to America. I kind of, I was ignited to go for it. But I think by the time it got to the May show, I put my all into my prep. But I kind of got... In my own head, maybe a little bit complacent, thinking, okay, I've got a bit, I've, I've run off the back of this other competition, I've won it. 
I'm going to not necessarily walk into this because I respect all the other athletes, but I, th I, you know, I have a lot of confidence in myself in terms of what I've achieved so far. Um, didn't get the win. Won my um, a few of my classes. Was it the one class I won? Yeah. Um, so you did the uh, the pro men's beach class where you came first place in that, and I remember the overalls. So there's four competitors in the pro overalls with one ticket to compete in America, yes. and that was yourself at the men's beach. It yeah. was Ashley who you Craig. beat in the overalls in May, who yeah. won the tall men's fitness. Craig Morgan, who won the short class men's fitness, who was absolutely shredded. Amazing. And uh, Matt, yeah. who won the men's muscle class, who also won the male athlete of the year in 2018. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? Once once me and my other half got to um, to the show, we saw the, the remainder of the amateur show. And from what I saw, I just thought, you know what? This is a whole lot different level in terms of the level of stature of these athletes, there's a whole lot more. I remember having a video that I look back on and there were just so many guys on stage and it, the condition was unreal. So I thought, you know what, I have to not get as complacent as I was feeling at that point. I kind of have to bring my A game as much as I could. Um, it was really great to compete against those four, those three other guys that we've mentioned there. And um, I've learned a lot from them guys in terms of their physiques and what they can bring to the table and how they bring their own strengths out. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get the win, but you know that was probably the best thing that actually happened to me. I didn't realize it at that point because I thought, you know, I put in a lot of work, and that was a really damning defeat at that point. But it was a whole lot of credit to Ash for winning. Yeah, so I know, um, well, Carl, you know me. I, you know, I love to promote the yeah. rivalry, and twenty eighteen was all about me pushing uh, <laughs> you and Ash. Knowing that <laughs> it was going to kind of come down to you two, and both you two brought down your your best physiques on that day. Um, it looked like Ashley was getting tighter and tighter throughout the overalls, and it must have been so tight. But let me ask you this. Ashley won the overalls. He got the ticket to America. He went out to the Atlas Internationals. When he went out to America, were you paying attention to his performance to see what he was doing, thinking, you know what, that could have been me? Do you know what? Yeah, I did. I won't lie. I, I was looking out and thinking... Could I have brought something better? You know, I respect Ash and everything that he's achieved so far. And I thought, you know, we're always going to kind of seize that up and think, what if it was me that was there? So um, I thought it would have done better. I thought it would have won. Obviously, I didn't know the level of um, the quality of the athletes out there in America at that point. And I look back on the photos and, um, you know, there was good quality, a good standard from what I could see. But in my head, I was thinking, I could have maybe done something there, you know. Maybe next time I'll get another opportunity to go back and go again. Um, that's what's kind of led up to what's happened recently with the Atlas, but I'm sure we'll get there in a moment. <laughs> so let me ask you this then. So, Night of Champions, yeah. 2019, when did you decide you were going to step back on stage with NFM UK? Straight away. Literally just, you know, I, I had to go through that defeat and I thought, you know what, I have to come back. I'm not going to. I was almost not too scared necessarily, but I, because NFM was the only thing I ever knew at that point. And I was just really thinking, shall I just try another federation? Shall I just stick with NFM? But I thought in my head, no, just go with NFM, go again. I'm not going to finish on a defeat. You know, I have to come back straight away. And I thought, I looked back on my photos from the um, show previously and I just thought, you know what? I wasn't even as good in terms of what I brought to the stage as I thought I was at that moment. And I look back and I think, and if you guys, if you've seen, if you look back on those photos, it's like his midsection's not there. I didn't even get a proper glaze or anything. I wasn't fully prepared for it as much as I thought I was. 
So I thought this time there's no excuses. You have to give everything, bring your midsection tighter, get your posing better. Everything has to level up because I'll get left behind at this rate. So that's what was kind of the spurring, the driving factor for me to come back and think, do you know what, I'm going to win this regardless. So, so let me ask you this then, because I always thought, you know what, it, I'm sure Kyle will come back, but he was very quiet on social media. <laughs> he's not registered. He's, he's saying he's got his holiday. He, he keeps talking holiday. about he's just getting, getting in shape for his holiday, which just happens to be after night champion. <laughs> and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I think a couple of weeks before the show, beep, what drops in my email box? Kyle Green registers for the pro class. So <laughs> what, what, was, what was the idea of just keeping it quiet to yourself and just not mentioning about the fact that you are going to be stepping back on stage? Do you know what? I didn't want to kind of, you know, I'd, probably no one even looks at my social media as much as I thought they might have, but I didn't want to have, you know, when some of us kind of look at other people's profiles and sees other people up and think, okay, I know this guy's going to be there. I might I have a chance to beat him and kind of look at people's weaknesses. I kind of in my head didn't want anyone to know I was doing it so no one could analyse me. So, you know, in a sense, I wanted it to be like some sort of surprise package, but, you know, it allowed me just to focus on what I wanted to do and not get distracted myself too much. Yeah. Um, so... It was also a holiday to look forward to, so I thought I have to bring my best to the to the beach as well. You know how it is. <laughs> so that's it. Thought, that's what that's why it's called beach body. Beach body. That's it. That's what it's about. But so, I just thought, yeah, bring my best. So okay, so we're an eye champions. Obviously, you're a pro competitor. So, did you were you there when amateurs were were going on stage, or did you come a little bit later? I was. I think I was there. For, yeah, I was there for the whole day. I think it was. Yeah. I was there for the whole day. So when you're watching, uh, you knowing you're doing the men's beach class, so probably you're having, a, you're keeping an eye out for the amateur men's beach. So yes. when you were watching that, did you think the same thing you thought back in October 2018, where you said, "Wow, look, all these guys on stage, it's gone up another level." I did, but I, this time around, I was like, it, "I'm not going to let it affect me as much." because I knew the condition that I brought. And I thought, you know what, I've just... I remember going up to the balcony at one point with my other half and um, my mate Dan, who's one of my prep clients as well, um, and we just put our feet up, you know, just relaxed, watched it like it was a theatre, you know, but enjoyed seeing everyone's performances on stage and just thought, you know what, I, I relish the opportunity to um, be up on stage against these guys who compose better than me, who can you know, the, the, get the smile out and have all their qualities shown. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to bring my best and I'm going to just not focus on anyone else after that and see what happens. Nah, fair point there. So, okay, you now, you're on the balcony, you've seen what's going on and then you now know, okay, it's time to go backstage and get a pump up and get your glaze on. And mm. then you may, I don't know if you've heard of this guy, you may not, you may still not have heard of this guy, it's called, a guy called Elliot. I don't know if I mentioned his name no, a few times. no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot, sorry if you hear this. <laughs> but obviously, that show became the trend, the battle between yourself and Elliot. When you saw him backstage, once again, was it still I'm zoned in or was it eyeing up the competition? It was absolutely zoned in. It was, yeah. I remember there was about five of us, and our Richard Smith was at the back, Mustafa was at the back. Um, a couple others were in there as well. And you know what? 
I was trying to be as respectful as friendly, try and engage in conversation as much as I could with the guys. You know, I saw Elliot, but I was still in my own zone. I felt a bit of the nerve. Just focus on what you need to do. Get prepped in advance. Give yourself enough time. And then don't give yourself any excuse, you know, for not coming for not coming first in that, in that, in, in that show. Yeah, because obviously the men's speech class really became a very historical battle between yourself and Elliot. Elliot with a condition, you with a density. Do you mm. feel that your freshness, knowing that Elliot had to compete the day before, plus he competed in the amateur shows in the morning and the daytime, and you only had to focus on this one class, mm. do you think the freshness helped you, or was it a different package that was just better than him? That's a tricky question. <laughs> um, it's a good question. I, I couldn't tell you, though. Um, I can't remember Elliot with his show before, to be fair. Um, all I know is on stage he brought a great condition. He'll know more than any of us in terms of what he could have brought and what he was expecting from that show that we did. But from what I saw, he looked absolutely amazing. I just thought, you know what? I think I just got away with it. You know, I just managed to win it in the end. So it was... It's sped on this amazing rivalry, which I'm sure you're going to talk about more so as well. Well, look, I mean, in, in the end, I, I know I talk about uh, rivalries, but I'll tell you what, that was probably one of the great battles I've ever witnessed on any stage. And that's a credit to both yourself and Elliot, two absolutely phenomenal physiques. And for that moment, I knew that, you know what? These two have got one more show and I've got a feeling it could be the Atlas. But you still had one more battle to go. You went into the overalls where you had Mustafa for the men's muscle champion, Chris Thompson, who was the um, the men's short class winner. Yeah. And, oh, God, oh, Prada, sorry. And Prada, the men's fitness uh, pro tour winner. So you're in the overalls. Mm. Only one ticket, sorry, two tickets to go to America. Uh, talk to me through your thinking um, during the overalls. At what point was that during on, being on stage? Yeah, yeah, mate. Oh, let me check myself back. Um, I was literally, from the moment I was backstage to being on stage, it was just me. I was completely tunnel vision, to be fair. Did you, did you think just, you had it? Did you think, you know what, I got this? I did, but I didn't. You know how you get that kind of confidence, like, yeah, I have it, but then you're thinking, what if, what if? But I think in the end, to be honest, I was much more relaxed than I've ever been, knowing that I've just said that to you now, but I was just more like, Whatever happens, happens. I've tasted defeat before, and I know I can bounce back. I'm not going to dwell on it if it, if I lose. Um, but for some reason, you know, he's called out my name, called out my number, and I won it. And I was just thinking, Do you know what? I was so I'm relieved for it at the end of the day. So, so yeah. talk about this because this is it. So you missed out on the ticket to America in October where you lost to Ashley. Ashley went to America. Eight months later, you come back to NFM UK. And you win the ticket to America. You know you're on that plane to the Atlas in November. Mm. During those eight months between the October show and the May show, you had to make a big comeback. So what do you base your victory on that happened over that eight-month period, given the defeat you had in, uh, in October 2018? Between which point, sorry? So, yeah. So, October 2018, all the way up yeah. to May 2019, uh, you've had yeah. to come back to win the overalls. Yes. You know, what, what was the motivation 
be behind it, knowing that you were that close. Because the reason why I'm trying to get at is, mm. it other people they come second, and you lose to the winner, and the only difference is the size of a trophy. That's all it is. Someone's mm. first place trophy is bigger than the second place. The difference yes. here is first place went to America, second place is stay home. Yeah, like it's blatant as that. It's not just a trophy; it's the international opportunity. And Ashley went on to win some prize money. So, just uh, what I want to understand is, what was the motivation behind knowing that you're going to put yourself back out there again in May? And God forbid you lose, you might miss mm. out again, but you went on to get the win. Yeah. Where Where was this motivation coming from, and how did you bounce back from that defeat? There's a few factors that went into it that, you know, I, I kind of looked ahead and thought, I've got time on my side, you know, a bit more time to prep than I have done in the past to kind of come back. So I'm thinking, OK, I've got no excuse. Um, and as I say, a lot of it goes back to why I compete, which is, you know, it's for my clients. So I, I first and foremost operate as a PT over, a, you know, a physique bodybuilder, a physique um, competitor. So it's like I want to forecast a body transformation. So that in itself makes me think I have to work hard. I have to show I'm working so damn hard to kind of show to my clients what you can actually do if you put your mind to something as well. So for a lot of people who have doubts over the, their own self-confidence and how they are, you know, it, I'm kind of the tool, I'm kind of the key in, in my head to unlocking another person's potential. So I'm thinking if I can give my all and show them crazy transformation and show someone who works hard, they'll get what they want in life. My clients can do that too. So I wanted to show that I can win it for my clients as well, you know, for my clients, for my family. There's a lot more behind it as well in terms of my family side of it, but I have a lot of people that I didn't want to let down. So that was one of the things that kind of said, okay, you have to make this happen no matter what. Yeah, and that's important. And you know what? Uh, everything you said there, uh, I'm sure a lot of people relate to because it's very easy to have a very selfish motivation that you're doing it for myself. But if you're doing it for other people, then all of a sudden it's an, ed, it's an added fire knowing that I'm doing this for my partner, doing this for my clients, my family. My clients are there seeing my body transformation and I want, I want them to be part of the journey. And yes, if I get there, America is the, is the, is the icing on the cake. But as you yeah. pointed out, and somebody mentioned earlier, is you knew you could bring a better physique than what you brought in October 2018. Mm. And you knew if you could bring a better physique than that, then who knows, you could be there pushing by Ticket America, which in the end, you were the overall champion. And that's making you the first ever two-time men's overall champion, which currently you still are. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> so you now got your ticket to America. You come to Super Showdown, you see that. Elliot is the overall champion for Super for the Super Showdown. Prada came second. Well done, Prada as well. I don't give the, the guy enough credit. In fact, that it was his first yeah. year ever competing, yeah, and he great. blew out America. So let's talk about this then. You're the overall champion for the champions. Elliot is the overall champion of a Super Showdown. What was your thoughts going into the Atlas? <laughs> Do or die. It's <laughs> just no. It's more, you know, me and Elliot have respect for it, a lot of respect for each other no matter what. And it was more, I'm sure he was probably the same. We were more focused on ourselves and what we had to bring individually. Um, 
if I said, you know, I kind of had a lookout for, you know, Brandon, who won before, two-time, three-time now champion. And I kind of thought, in my head, I don't want to get complacent once again because I don't know what he will bring the next time in America when I meet him in the, out there. But he's the benchmark. And if anything, the focus was more on him than Elliot. And I'm sure probably Elliot will probably say the same thing. Do you, do, do you think that... I know, obviously, there was all the, the rivalry built, built up, which was friendly rivalry, by the way. Like, it wasn't like these two hated each other. But do you think, just like Rafa Nadal, Roger Federer, rivals mm. bring the best out of each other, Messi, Ronaldo bring the best out of each other, do you think that knowing Elliot was going out of the Atlas and Elliot also knowing you're going back at the, going to the Atlas, having lost you in a night champions, do you think both you two brought out the best of each other leading up to the show in America? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was going to lead to as well. That's, it's a key point. I think Elliot would agree that, you know, we've not even spoken about this before to each other, but there's something there that's like, we know where the guys to be. We have to bring the best out of each other without even knowing it. You know, we're just going to push each other and think, in my head, I'm thinking I have to do better than Elliot at this. And he's probably thinking the same about me. We're looking at each other's strengths you know and weaknesses but making sure we bring our own best version of ourselves and you know the target is to beat each other as well you know at the end of the day that's the only way you're going to win a show um and i think yeah like the sportsmen like messi and ronaldo and everything else it's it's that element of you know the desire to really get that first place and no one's going to get in your way regardless yeah absolutely so we're, we're at the atlas then mate well in fact well yeah we are we're at the atlas even before then you probably heard as well on the, on the first podcast and also other people mm-hmm. as well, part of GBO and other people who've competed out there. A lot of the talk was about yourself, mainly because with Brandon, so he's the current uh, GBO men's beach champion. He did win it for three times in 20, last year. Your physiques in regards to density is very similar. You, know, you, you both bring in the condition but you are younger. He's, I think, he's forty years old. So there yeah. was a lot, a lot of thinking behind that. You know what? You could be the one that could push Brandon all the way and maybe be the one to overtake him and take his crown. Did you think that? Did you hear about that? What was your thoughts? Um, I'm going to give you a little, just a little snippet of something that I don't want to delve into too much, just because that's something on my other half side, but. There was basically like a, a spiritual reading that was from someone and it was um, about me in terms of what I would achieve. And there was the title of me being called um, Mr. Universe. And it was kind of like, really me kind of thing, you know. So in my head, I thought in the build up, this is something that could actually happen. But I don't want to get complacent with that this thing to hold on to because it's not even called Mr. Universe, it's Mr. Atlas, so it could be something else down the line, I don't know, but the, I use that, as cheesy as it sounds, as something as a driving factor, getting me to America to think, do you know what, it's my time, you know, I have to not get complacent, bring everything I can, best physique possible, and I thought I'd nailed it, um, but evidently it wasn't my time for it. So, I'm going to ask you this question, mate, in fact, uh, I'm going to ask you to rate this uh naught out of ten. Ten being I feel I felt phenomenal. Zero being I felt the lowest of low. When you were backstage about to go on stage, so you're pumping up with everybody mm. else around you, 
rank yourself from zero to ten. How did you feel before you about to step on stage? <laughs> That's a good question, you know, because I feel like, you know, the GBO was a very well-run show overall. I feel like I didn't expect to be on, I think we were basically the first category out, so I didn't really give myself enough time to pump up properly. You know, press-ups weren't enough. And for me, I had to get a few more weights to do things to kind of get in my zone. So looking at the guys backstage, I kind of thought, you know what? It's probably not going to happen this time around. And um, so out of 10, I didn't feel ready. I'd probably say about four out of 10. See, the reason why I was asked this question, uh, because I was going to ask you to raise yourself when you came off stage, because I know how you felt. Yeah. And the reason why I asked that question was to see... Did you feel like, you know what, yeah, I've got this before on stage? And then did something happen on stage? Well, clearly, it sounds like it happened before you got on stage. So my question is, um, when you came off stage, you obviously knew uh, when they were doing the call-outs that you weren't in the middle. In the middle, you it was Brandon, it was Elliot, which, mm-hmm. by the way, Elliot, fantastic, fantastic job on stage. Condition, Crazy. immense. Crazy. Made himself look big, you know, was immense on stage. And um, there was another lad, um, I forgot his name completely, it was one of the American lads. Yeah. But you were on the the outskirts. So on my point, I was thinking, I'm not sure if he's even made the top five. You come off stage with, you know, you've had the spiritual reading, same universe, you know, the whole hype of yourself as Elliot on stage. What were you thinking when you came off stage? I was gutted, and you know, you could when you saw me, you probably thought, yeah, <laughs> I was quite dejected. I just knew something didn't click right. I didn't know fully what it was. I wasn't too overly worried of being on the uh, on the outside because I thought things can change. With it. you know, it's only first call outs or pre judging, as we say. Um, I can come back, but when I came off stage, I just thought something didn't click right, and you know, I spent a good twenty minutes, half an hour, just you know, feeling sorry for myself, <laughs> you know, looking all deflated and everything. But I thought, you know, what, we've got the finals later. Get into that. Go back in and bring your, bring your best. And I don't know if you saw it at one point, but I just I just switched. I just thought, you know what, let me just get on the weights that are there. There was the bench there. I just got my hood, hood up. I got my music on. And I just got the pump of my life. And you know what, I think when I came back in the finals, as you'd probably agree, I just brought that next level, you know, that I had. That I, I, knew I, I was going to say, because this goes back to the title of a setback going to come back. The setback yeah. looked like you were out of the running for the top five, but something clearly must have changed backstage because when you came back on, all of a sudden, you looked like a different person. The mm. confidence, your core area looked tighter. So something must have happened backstage. So was it just the pump-up or were you doing something else? It was both. It was the, the pump-up and it was just my mindset. I just thought I have to make this, in my head, the biggest comeback that I could make of my um, competing career because this is the biggest show of my life at this point. I can't get on that plane going back and thinking I didn't give it all. You know, I have to, you know, it's sink or swim. I have to go for it. So that mentality was just like, make it happen, Kyle. Don't have any regrets. That's Got it. My... Yeah. So, uh, just so everyone knows, um, the first round, which is when you did, where you did feel great, you have your eye walks, and then you have, sorry, line walks, then you have your uh, your call outs, your comparisons, and with a GBO, the comparisons, you have no idea 
which call outs which, right? I think for the men, they went backwards. They were doing the fifth, the fourth, the third. And then the main call outs was right at the end. Now, you guys then came back out for the finals, all did a line walk, and then you all went backstage mm. where one of the judges would come backstage and then announce who of the top five to come back for the final round. So yes. when you went backstage waiting for that announcement, talk me through what happened. I was just, once again, I was in my zone. It's like, you know, I, I get into that area and I'm just thinking, I've given it my all at this point. I think I've got a good chance. I really thought, you know what, you've done yourself proud, Kyle. You've pulled it back. You Surely you've pulled it back. They must call your name out. And by all means, it was such a relief when I actually heard it because I, I, that just felt like a win for me. You know, it was just like, I was I was definitely out of it to begin with, with the judges, I could just tell. And then I somehow pulled it back and I thought, okay, this could be my time now. And yeah, getting back on stage was just like, right, get really 100%, no missing around, make it happen. That's it. So you guys all came back out, the top five, the three Americans, and then there was yourself and Elliot. So when you were in that top five, um, were you, what was, what was your mindset here? Were you thinking, you know what, I'm in the top five, I've got the win, uh, as in like any place right mm. now is better than what, how I felt half an hour, an hour ago. Yeah. I was just more, I was just really in my own mind thinking, please be top two. I really wanted top two at least. I, I was thinking in my head, I've probably not won it, but I'd like top two. Top three is, you know, the consolation, but to be fourth was kind of just a bit damning. It really was, you know, I had to kind of just hold my head up as much as I could because I respect, you know, the other four competitors. Everyone was brilliant. But I just thought, I wish, you know, only if, I don't know what went wrong, if it was just the first round that affected me at that point, if that could have changed the place, and I don't know. But I know for a fact, Elliot, for one, you know, he brought something that was phenomenal. And I thought from Super Showdown, judging, when I was there on the judging panel, I thought, you know, he's won every category. <laughs> you know, he deserved it. Right, so it's just between second and third for the other categories. So seeing him out in America, I just thought, you know what? He's deserved it. I'm just gutted that I'm in fourth. That was it. So obviously, yeah, you came fourth place uh, with the prize money of $300. Um, yeah. I have seen one of the photos where you do look dejected. Your head is down. Um, thinking <laughs> that, yeah, you might, either you may, you, for what you're telling me, you felt you may have let yourself down if, if things could be differently. Um, I think one thing you should definitely take a positive out is probably in the first round, you may have been out of the running in that top mm. five. So yeah. whatever you did, yeah. had you not done it, you would have been, felt far worse if you were not in that top five. But what you did was you understood what went wrong. You then put your hood up, get to work, realizing I've still got one more time to go back on stage, do my line walk, I could still go a chance to impress the judges. And you did that. And from by the looks of it, that's what brought you back into that top five. And it could be worse. You could be fifth. But you know what? You still toppled the person who was fifth place. And um, I think the guys above you, um, you know, in my eyes, Brandon was the right winner. Um, only for the reason that if you're going to topple a two-time champion, you mm. need to bring something absolutely special, which it did. Unfortunately, yeah. Brandon also brought his best. Yeah. So when you got two people bringing their best, you have to go for the the reign champion. And the guy above you, um, I think he stayed tight 
throughout the show. Yeah. Whereas you were tight towards the end. Um, so yeah. I, I, I guess on. So what's, what was your. If you were to summarize the Atlas experience, you know, you had your 2018, you missed out on America. 2019, you got the ticket. You've gone to America. You completed Atlas with a big GB team. Summarize your 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 entire experience. We need another thirty-seven <laughs> minutes for that. <laughs> it's just mixed emotions. Um, there was a lot of ups and downs, of course. It was great to be with the Team GB side at the um, sorted out for us, which is amazing. So thank you very much. Thank you for the flights and even when we landed for the airline to call out, you know, oh, yeah. um, good luck to Team GB. That was, I just thought, you know what, that's fired me up. That's, you know, all these people, all these Americans on the plane are just like, good luck, you know. Um, but that was my American. <laughs> that's terrible. Accent, by the way. <laughs> Awful. Um, but that was a, a big high to say, okay, we're who are going to, who are ready to smash it, you know, good friends now, a lot of us. So we all keep in contact where we can. Um, it was a, feelings of um you know a lot of disappointment and dejection once again um just because i had you know like everyone else we had a lot of messages from people supporting us saying you're gonna well the best out in america and we're really just thinking it's an international show so you know it's a big thing we're so proud to be able to represent the country that way and all of us are winners we want to be winners so anyone who's not come first is going to have some level of disappointment um, so that's part of the mixed emotions that are there, but there's also feelings of just coming back and doing something again the next time, um, wherever that might be. That might be Atlas. Again, <laughs> well, that kind of leads me on to the next thing because you know, again, the whole thing is titled, <laughs> you know, um, turning a step back into a comeback. You um, in mm. 2017, you came third in your first ever show. It really wasn't a setback because that was your first yeah. show, but you keep you made a comeback to take yeah. the overall title. Eight months later, you then lost to Ash. You went to America and you faced that as a setback, but then you came back once again, eight months later, night champions to win the overall title. You went into the Atlas as a heavy favorite for the title. Don't want to keep mm. digging that in there. Um, there you <laughs> felt you didn't perform to your ability on the first round, and then that set you back for another comeback where you had an hour to make something happen to get you back in the running of the races, which you did. You made the comeback mm. and you said the goal was really top two, top three, but then you placed fourth, which then, as you felt, was another setback. So I want, I need to ask this question. Yep. Is, go. is your well. NFM UK career ending on a setback or is it going to start with another comeback? <laughs> oh gosh, you, you like you're just pushing me into it now, aren't you? <laughs> um, holiday, yeah, <laughs> we'll go for another holiday. <laughs> to be honest, um, this year, just starting off in January now, it's I'm leveling up as a personal trainer, and that's my main focus at the minute is just to, you know, be able to inspire so many more people to work with a whole lot more people than I have done in the past, and that's using my you know, my whole experience with NFM, my body transformation to kind of show and illustrate what people can do um, to be able to inspire people's mindsets. So first and foremost, it's getting my business exactly where I want it to be, which is a huge goal. I have a lot of targets. And along the way, I'm just going to develop as much muscle as possible in my own training. And we'll see what happens. 
that's all I can really say at this point. I'm 50-50 about coming back again. I kind of want to, I'm always, I always want to stay loyal to NFM. But these, everyone must be sick and tired of seeing me there now. So I'm just thinking I might have to <laughs> give it a break. For well, this, I got to ask, know. yeah, we've, uh, we've never had a overall champion taking night champions and super showdown. So, you know, if we don't see you in May, there is mm. that show in October and you could become the first ever double night champion super showdown overall winner. First ever three-time overall winner. Nice, nice. I know you're currently ranked third in the most successful NFM UK competitors in the power rankings, so the highest ranked male. So I guess yes. I got, I'm going to ask, ask this question because you said 50-50. I'm looking for a yes or no. Are you... <laughs> can Elliot say that he's going to be... He, he will not see you on stage at the Atlas? Or are you going to come back and see if you can go one better so <laughs> yes or not to that <laughs> I cannot possibly tell oh, you're being so difficult you're so difficult I know you, you are. <laughs> I have to be I have to be well look obviously <laughs> on my side uh, with all competitors whether you're an yeah. overall winner or not obviously I'd love to see everyone come back especially the people who competed over at the Atlas um, of course if you are compete Atlas without competing through NFM UK. Yes, there is the cost side, but at the same time, uh, you are the highest ranked male NFM UK competitor. You are the only Mm two-time overall men's competitor. You won the overalls in 2018. You won the overalls and I champions. If there's one overall title that's still Mm -hmm. eluding you, it's a super showdown, which leads nicely a month later to um, to the Atlas there was obviously a lot of hype yeah. behind you and if you were returning there probably still would be I'm sure Elliot would love to see you back on that stage I know Ashley is coming back this uh, this year as as is there's a Ooh. lot a lot of uh, male competitors come, um, making their debuts with NFM UK I know it's going to be very very exciting but hopefully we do see you come back. I don't want to see you leave on a setback note. Hint, hint. <laughs> hint, hint. Um, if I happen to see a holiday booked, maybe a week or two weeks after a show, I will <laughs> get the hint. And I'll, and I'll just keep yeah, things quiet okay, until I see the registration come up. And then, and then I'll That's get my graphic designer to whip up some graphics. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. That's a very good graphic I, design you've got there, I, by the way. If I had to say, give me three goals, three personal goals of yours within the fitness industry that you want to achieve by the end of 2020, what are those three goals? I've got a salary goal. Um, I've got a client goal in terms of how many clients I want to help over the year, which is quite a lot, a big number than what I can imagine. And I've got my... There's loads of goals. There's um, the strength goals. You know, I want to hit big numbers. Um, you can, how long have you got? You can, There's a lot you can more see what I'm doing. Say, so I'm, I'm literally being... Yeah, I know exactly what you're doing. I asked one goal, but I knew you were going to say about Clyde. I thought, if I say three, it'll force him to say, yeah. come back and win the Atlas. No. <laughs> Listen, I'm kind of... I'll give you something to kind of cling on to. I've thought, why not just pay your way to America and have that in your head to win it? then I've paid for everything back off my flights and everything. 
you know, I can compete again and win the prize money. I have to make sure I win it if I've paid the money down to fly out rather than compete um, at the Super Showdown. But who knows? That's all I can really say. Who knows? Say. Exactly. I'll, uh, we'll, either, we'll either have a uh, two new overall champions uh, this year or we'll have yeah. somebody come back to retain a, uh, an overall title. I'll leave, I'll leave the ball in your court with that. <laughs> you can keep asking you know, you know I'll continue <laughs> well look um, Carl obviously once again I very much do appreciate uh, you joining me on this episode um, one thing I do want to end on this Thank note you. and it's two things one is last year you were awarded male athlete uh, 2018 second place this year you were awarded first place it was between yourself Elliot which went to a public vote and now even you were telling me that you thought you lost it, and it was very much up and down between yourself, Elliot. So a huge congratulations, uh, both of you to achieve a phenomenal year. Thank you. And I still hope that I can see you both on stage again. Ideally, still see you at the on the end of MUK stage as well. Um, but most importantly, as well, is this year, last year as well, I awarded you the Outstanding Achievement Award, and that is the only award that I personally decide without anybody else's influence. And mm. uh, just to, for you to understand the reasons behind it, uh, you've always been absolutely loyal with NFM UK, starting in 2017, where you came third place. And to see the transformation in your physiques, and you keep talking about the transformations you want to use to inspire other people, to see a transformation from 2017 to your 2018 physique, going into 2019, which I'm sure your clients will see a 2020 transformation as you get back on stage. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I won't talk about that again. That's my last, that's my last one. Um, no. Seeing your journey, <laughs> everything you've achieved, two overall pro wins, a pro overall runners-up, coming back to win the next one, defending your pro men's beach title, maybe you might go for the hat-trick. Mm. Hint, hint. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> everything you've 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 done, it was you were the one I was looking at to say, you know what, he, his achievement needs to be recognised. It's three years of loyalty. You started with an FMUK, you've carried on. The journey's not over. There's a few more hurdles until the finishing mm. line. Those hurdles need yeah, to be overcome. Absolutely. Nobody wants to live their life yeah. in regret. I won't put. I won't, I won't okay. say what those hurdles are, but you know what 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 they are. You either rewrite the wrongs of, of yep. 2019, or should or I just pay the, the registration fee now? <laughs> but in all honesty, yeah. you know, I was glad to offer you the outstanding achievement award. Abby Willis won it in 2018. You. You're the winner of 2019. Taking account, you know how many people compete through NFMUK who've been successful with yes. GBO as well. That for only one person to win it does say a lot of what that person's done and the work you've put in on your physique has got better and better and better and I will say this as well even if you didn't compete with NFMUK in the future or you moved on to other federations, the physique that you've created will continue to inspire more and more people around you not just your clients, not just your friends, but also your followers but also I think your physique can still hold itself on any stage in the UK but also around the world. Yep. So there's no doubt that you got a lot more in the tank. It's just, are you mad enough to uh, 
<laughs> you see, you were bringing it all up then, and then you just dropped that. You know, after. <laughs> but look, you're the right winner, mate. And uh, congratulations on a very successful 2019. Thank you very much. And I just want to really thank, you know, everyone who's supported me. You know, there's a lot of people who are listening to this. And, you know, I just really want to say thank you for every message. I want to really show appreciation to everyone who's competed with NFM. You know, when you look in hindsight, there's a lot of people who have gone through ups and downs. You know, a lot of people thought wanted to get the win, wanted to go to America. And I, when I was judging at the Super Showdown event before, you know, I saw a lot of dejection backstage and, you know, I felt that for a lot of people. And, you know, I just hope, I only hope those people who've competed will use those setbacks to make a comeback as well themselves. Because as I say to people, you can do anything you put your mind to. You just have to have grit, have determination, have patience, persistence, and just show everyone what it's all about. So to everyone who competes, you know how intense it can be during your prep. You know, my first prep was, the mindset was so tough to deal with. I messaged you and I even wanted to quit before I even started um, and you helped me get back on, get onto stage for the first time. So anyone who's going through any prep for any shows, just keep your head up. Anything that comes up, you can absolutely deal with it. And, you know, everyone who I've competed with, everyone in America, um, TGB, it's so amazing meeting you all. And I just think, you know, I'm learning a lot from you guys. big thank you to Carl Green for joining me in today's episode. I do hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, any questions with NFMUK or GPO, reach out to me on the Instagram or the website. And remember, we're only four months away from Night Champions on the 3rd of May. And if you're not competing in May, come and compete in October at the Super Showdown. At both shows, we still have 12 tickets to compete at international GPO shows. Tune in to next week's episode. We've got more special guests. As for now, that's me signing off. That's that guy from NFMUK.